Thanks for being with us. Well, the comments often online and on social media when people are caught reselling things like medical masks and such, the comments are of, uh, well, they're things that we can't actually repeat on the air. People get angry when they see others taking advantage and trying to make money off things like medical masks and sanitizer. Well, the Delta Police Department has actually seized thousands of medical grade masks. And joining me to talk about that is the chief of the Delta Police Department, Chief Neil Dubord. Chief, thanks so much for being with us today. Good afternoon, Jill. Pleasure to be here. So this is another uh, seizure from people who were trying to sell these masks online. How many medical grade masks do you do you know of or that have Delta Police actually seized? So our first seizure that was about a week ago now was for 5,000 and this seizure was for just over 4,000. So it's just slightly over 9,000 total now. And these are masks that are what, posted on Craigslist or places like that? They are. So they're people that are using sort of online to be able to sell their, the product. And, and the people that we're looking at are, are the people that are selling just more than sort of one or two. These are people that are distributing large volumes of, of masks. And do officers then pose as buyers and then go meet with the people? They do. So we have a, an undercover online operator that then uh, poses as, as a potential buyer and asks to buy a certain number of masks. And um, um, a meeting is set up at that particular time and they meet. And, and if the transaction takes place, they're able to then pursue uh, you know, a charge under the, our business bylaw. And what happens to the people selling the masks? So on March the 26th, there was the Emergency Services Act that came in from the province, and that prohibited the secondary selling of PPE. Based on that, our officers did some research and some background work and found that, you know, anyone that's selling sort of and distributing large quantities of masks would be violating under our municipal bylaw, the Delta Municipal Bylaw, for operating without a business license. So what happens is we seize the masks for, for evidence. Uh, in this second case here, I can talk about the first case where we gave them back to Fraser Health but we seize the masks and then we actually give them a $500 infraction ticket that they must then defend themselves against. And that's the, and how many people are we talking about? Is it one person that's selling this or do your officers show up and it's a bunch of people? Usually it's, it's more than one. On, over these 9,000 masks, it's been four people in total. And so they get the $500 fine each? Uh, so they each get a $500 fine, correct? And that is for operating without a business license. And then they have some avenues to be able to uh, defend themselves against that infraction ticket. And so they would be defending themselves. Is it more so because of the, the public order, because we're talking about this in the pandemic? Is it is it more serious than, and not that operating without a business license isn't serious, but is it more serious in this case because of what's going on? You know, that brings up the point of sort of where we began this conversation is that it is just a $500 fine and often on social media, people are asking for much more significant consequences for these kinds of violations just because it's it's untasteful to have taken advantage of people who may need the masks and then trying to resell them for a profit. But uh, there is just the $500 fine and that's sort of the maximum we can go at this particular time. And there would be no reduction of that fine at all if they're found to be guilty of, of the infraction. And and you mentioned the first batch was given to Fraser Health. Will that happen to the latest ones that were seized as well? So what happened with the first batch is that uh, the person that we took them from and issued the bylaw ticket to relinquish the masks, and we were able to immediately give them over to Fraser Health for distribution through their system. This, these masks, the second uh, batch of 4,000, we're going to have to keep until we see whether or not there is a guilty verdict on, on this particular infraction. And then once that happens, we'll be looking at how we dispose of them. And where did they get the masks? 
you know, these ones appeared just because of the writings on the box. If you can imagine, there were cases of these masks within the car and they were all packaged, you know, like they were ready to be sold in stores. Uh, they all had sort of what I would perceive to be Asian writing on it. So I suspect they come from overseas. And people are buying them, whether they're buying them online or or I guess we don't know exactly where they're getting them. You know, often they may have some sort of contact back in another country that would allow them to be able to have them shipped to them. And, you know, typically it comes from a relationship that's been already set up. Do you get the sense that people, when people are caught doing this, they understand why it is police are shifting their focus, are posing as buyers and shutting this down? You know, I, I truly believe that the, they're just taking advantage of people in this time of certainly high anxiety and unprecedented times that we're seeing. So I, I really don't think they have much conscience on, on what they're doing. But I can certainly tell you that our officers feel a sense of pride and, and certainly satisfying for them to be able to help out in that small way, uh, whichever way they can, to enforce the Emergency Services Act and the prohibited selling of secondary PPE. And is that a tactic, the, the posing as buyers for something on, on Craigslist that somebody wouldn't have a business license? Is that a tactic that Delta Police would do under normal circumstances or is that changed because of the pandemic? No, it's changed because of the pandemic. Typically, we wouldn't go that far. And, and it changed because of the Emergency Services Act as well and the, the prohibited selling of, of that PPE. But it wouldn't be something we would typically do. You know, usually those officers are, are more involved into, we call them our crime reduction unit officers, and they're more involved into the illegal drug sales and, and other types of online crimes rather than just PPE. Because I think when we're talking about this, especially when we see such support for frontline workers, including healthcare workers, people do get invested perhaps more in these types of stories than other crime. Not that other crime isn't bad as well. But is there the concern that officers are, are, are involved in entrapment here, posing as buyers? No, we don't see that as, as an issue at all. We, you know, give all kinds of opportunities. We build a case just like we would in any other investigation, and it's all well substantiated and documented through. And, and that person does obviously have the right to be able to defend themselves, and they have 14 days in this particular case to be able to come forward and, and make notice that they would like to be able to, uh, you know, defend themselves, and we'll see where that goes. And are police then continuing to look for these online ads or to see if there are others that are trying to take advantage? As I mentioned sort of previously, we are looking for people that are distributing large numbers. Just to give you an idea of the one uh, seizure we did this week, they were already back online selling more. So there's no doubt that they had more supply than what we were able to receive as well. So, uh, you know, we're looking for those num- those people that are selling significant quantities and and certainly with complete disregard for the Emergency Services Act restrictions. Uh, is it a crime to for somebody to purchase these masks? To say if somebody, just a member of the public, showed up and wanted to buy them all or to buy hundreds of them? It, w- it wouldn't be a crime for someone else to be able to show up and from the public and be able to buy them. No, that, you know, if someone wanted to buy for an industrial workshop and they wanted to pay that price, that certainly wouldn't be, we wouldn't look at that person purchasing the mask for any kind of offence. And are you concerned at all that people, uh, just members of the public who are outraged by this, might also be going online to find out who these people are and and perhaps not taking the law into their own hands, but doing this to, to try and give them a piece of their mind? We certainly wouldn't encourage that. We, we, you know, we are looking for people that are looking at, at selling those large quantities and we're trying to target the right people because there are, I, I'm going to suggest many ads on there selling, you know, maybe 10 uh, 
personal protective equipment. But we're, we're looking for people that are selling more, so I would not encourage people to take this into their own hands.